Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Monday, October 25th. U.S. equity futures are up small this morning, so you have S&P futures up about five points, which works out to about 12 basis points. NASDAQ futures are outperforming a little bit. They're up about 36 points. That works out to about 23 basis points. Dow futures are essentially unchanged, up 14 points. That's about four basis points. The major European indices are also very flat overall. Um, you are seeing some bigger moves beneath the surface, so strong outperformance in basic resources and banks. So you do have a pro-cyclical bias in Europe this morning, underperformance in areas like utilities, telecom, media stocks, uh, and industrials, aerospace. Asia saw some mixed price action. You had Japan in the red, Hong Kong, and mainland China finished flat to up. Um, so really nothing all that incremental this morning from where things stood Friday at the close. Um, you know, I think a lot of kind of the same big themes and trends are, are still being contemplated in the market. So on U.S. fiscal policy, you still have Democrats saying they're very, very, very close. This is what they've been saying really since last Wednesday. You have meetings that continue to take place. Biden met with Schumer and Manchin on Sunday. That meeting was called, quote unquote, productive. Um, you know, you're still looking at a price tag of about 1.7 to 1.9 trillion approximately. Um, and you still have at its core, the the big revenue generator seems to be this, this vague wealth tax that will be imposed on billionaires um, and individuals who make more than $100 million for three consecutive years. I'm still very skeptical of that law. Um, logistically, I think it's going to be a nightmare. I think there are some um, legal challenges that will be filed against it. And then I think it's unclear that the entire Democratic Party, which you essentially have to have everyone on board to get things through the Senate and House, um, it's unclear if the entire Democratic Party is supporting it. So I'm not quite sure where this wealth tax will shake out. Um, you know, that is going to be a key revenue generator. I think there are other ways to massage the reconciliation process to get the math to work. Um, but you know, we're Monday. We're here on Monday now, um, and you still don't have a formal announcement from Democrats. I still think they'll get to about 1.75 trillion, but um, you know, again, they've continued to kind of miss some of their um, unofficial deadlines. On the Fed front, you had remarks from Powell on Friday, which caused some brief volatility in markets. He participated in a panel discussion hosted by South Africa Central Bank. Um, I really don't think he meant any kind of major shift in messaging for markets. He did say that um, you know inflation risks are to the upside; inflation could persist for a bit longer. But he really, again, the remarks were very similar to what he has said in the past. He also reiterated on policy that while tapering is going to arrive, um, you know, a formal tapering announcement is not just about a week and a half away. The Fed's going to be making it next Wednesday on November 3rd. Um, while that is coming imminently, rate hikes are still very, very far down the road. Um, you know, so again, you saw some brief volatility around the Fed on Friday, but I think things settled out by Friday afternoon. And then this morning you have treasuries kind of back for sale. So I think treasury yields are going to stay biased higher. Um, you know, I would not be surprised at all to see 10-year yields take out their high for March, get above 1.75%. Um, you know, I think you are going to see, again, the Fed will move on tapering, but I think they'll continue to kind of clamp down on rate hike talk. Um, on the earnings front, you had nothing major out this morning. HSBC was probably the biggest one. Solid earnings, um, positive news on the buyback. Management was qualitatively positive on the revenue environment, given that you are on the cusp of UK rate hikes. Stock isn't really doing a whole lot in Europe at the moment. Um, on the tech front, so obviously tech is very, very much in focus. You had um, the earnings season kicked off on a downbeat note last week. Intel and Snapchat were the two big standouts. 
I think investors are kind of trying to compartmentalize both of those stocks for the time being, calling them company specific. Um, however, I do think that tech industry overall has encountered some um, rocky terrain in the last couple of weeks, of which earnings is just kind of one component of it. Um, I wrote a lot about that uh, last week. There's a separate piece up on the website, so reach out if you'd like to see it. Um, but this week will be dominated by earnings. This is the busiest week overall of the Q3 season. You have all the major ones, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, um, Microsoft, et cetera, starting with Facebook tonight. Obviously, Facebook will be very, very much in focus given that they are ostensibly exposed to some of the same headwinds that Snapchat mentioned. Um, the one upside, the one, one interesting wrinkle in tech this morning. So PayPal came out at around 3 a.m., said that they are not in talks to buy Pinterest at this time. So remember, that had been um, you know a big part of the tech narrative last week. PayPal shares sunk on the deal. Investors were not big fans of it. So PayPal's rallying 6% this morning. Pinterest is down about 10%. Um, so that's you know one interesting piece of company-specific news on the tech front. But really, I think tech investors certainly very nervous, very much on edge ahead of a very busy week of earnings. Um, and that is pretty much it. Like I said, nothing super incremental out um, over the weekend or this morning that I think really shifts the narrative from where it stood on Friday. For the Monday calendar specifically, it's going to be earnings. So you have Kimberly Clark and Otis for the big ones before the open. Facebook after the close um, will be obviously super important. And then any unexpected or any unscheduled news or announcements out of Washington will be um, watched very closely for the week overall. Like I just said, this will be the highest volume week of the Q3 earnings season. A ton of major reports pretty much on every morning and every night. Um, I have uh, I sent around the, ca- the Vital Catalyst watch on Friday that has individual previews for 50 of the biggest reports this week. So check that out. You also have this week uh, U.S. Q3 GDP hits on Thursday. Europe Q3 GDP hits on Friday. So the first look at Q3 GDP. You have a bunch of inflation numbers out Friday, including the U.S. PCE and the U.S. Employment Cost Index, along with Europe's CPI. And then you have the BOJ and ECB decisions uh, both Thursday morning. So it's going to be a very busy week. This is probably the busiest week left in the year, um, just as far as kind of the volume of news and information so definitely going to be um, probably a lot of volatility in response to everything. So that is um, the podcast for this morning, Monday, October 25th. Thank you for listening.